Ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Yes, indeedy duty. This is the WCHL podcast, and I am the commissioner, Christopher Perry. And back after a slight little absence, it's my very best friend in all the world, the general manager for the University of Oklahoma Hockey Club, the head pom-pom shaker for OU Hockey, and the ice curator extraordinaire at the Blazers Ice Center, Mr. Andrew Majorkirth. Say hello to the peeps. Hey, hey, hey. Andrew, it's that time of the year. Nationals is, is just around the corner. It is Nationals time, baby. And you know what that means. Time to put on your tinfoil hat and let's draw up some predictions for you. Hey, all I can say is I have been on fire with my predictions. How so? This this season. How so? Oh, come on. Factor Fiction? I've oh, been on oh, fire. Oh, okay. I Factor. didn't know. I didn't. I, no, I owned you in Factor Fiction this season. <laughs> it wasn't wasn't me. It was, oh, wasn't yeah. Chris versus Andrew. This was just <laughs> I was trying to get your opinion. There you go. There you go. Yeah, you spot on. You did great for the most part. I'd say what eighty yeah. percent success rate for the most part. Oh, I'm saying ninety nine. <laughs> A little revisionist history. Uh, I like it. I like it. Well, let's see, Andrew. Since we've talked last, we've talked with uh, Midland head coach Jason Cerrone. We've talked with uh, uh, low. I'm going to call him. His name is Scott Strandy, but he's like a podcaster from the Phoenix area that covers all sorts of hockey. Hey, was that the Southwest hockey guy? Yep, Ice Ice Times Hockey Southwest. And uh, we didn't talk to his uh, his buddy. Uh, his co-host uh, Stephen Marsh. Hmm. Although we did find out that Stephen is one of our eighteen listeners, so oh, really, yeah, that's kind of interesting. So Stephen, hello, we appreciate you listening in all the way from Las Vegas. And then uh, we had Cam the Ram on, and uh, she brought the fire. Boy, she was. Uh, oh. Li- Liberty is not. I don't think she's going to be getting any scholarship offers from Liberty University anytime no. soon. Nah. She's probably <laughs> she's probably the smartest one we've had on the podcast, though. You know, at least she she fessed up uh, early on that you know she had done little to no research, had watched zero hockey games, and I'm like, wait, well, you're you're supremely qualified. <laughs> that's why that's why she's the smartest one here. She stayed away from hockey, right? Isn't that the truth? She is definitely not a hockey person, but she's probably the smartest <laughs> one around. No, no doubt. Oh, geez. So hey, here we are. Here we are, and now it's uh, with Andrews. Uh, time in the, uh, I guess on the hot seat. Oh boy. Oh boy. And you, you, I understand you've got some hot takes and you're not, you're not going to shy away. You're not going to change your tune after spending a whole semester bashing the Bobcats of Ohio. Oh no. I've, I've, I've let my stance be known and I'm sticking to it. (laughs) I can't wait to get to it. That's all right. Well, Hey, do you get a bracket right there in front of you? I do. I do. All right, um, before we get started, I'll remind people at the end of this. In fact, let me scribble this down so I can uh, remind people. If you go to uh, discerning listeners of the WCHL podcast, all <laughs> 18 of them, yeah. um, will uh, should go over to Twitter and should find the ACHA Men's D1 Twitter account. 
It's at A-C-H-A-M-E-N-S-D-1. Um, our friend, the wizard, all hat, no cape, He on Twitter he goes by Fishbert, F-I-S-H-B-E-R-T. He has created a, uh, what would you call it, like a Google Sheet or a Google Doc or something like that? Yeah, 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 it's a, yeah, it's a Google, Google Doc. Where you can... Go in here and you can follow along and put in your own entries. You know, we're, we're going to get Andrew's opinion. We got Cam the Rams and Scott Strandies and Jason Cerrone's, and we'll get some more before Nationals yep. kicks off next week. But this yep. is your opportunity to put your opinion down for posterity's sake. Throw it, throw your hat in the ring. Uh, go yeah. to. Go to uh, go to the Twitter feed and find it. It's a it's a lengthy feed from about three or four days ago. Um, in, in what is that? That's today is April the 8th. So that would have been what, April 5th or 6th. Yeah. I was going to say, I think you sent it to me on Monday, if I'm not mistaken. There you go. So maybe it was Sunday or Monday. Yeah. Um, so that would have been April 4th or 5th. Um, but check it out, check it out, throw your hat in the ring. It doesn't cost you a dime. You get to choose all 19 games or what? 15 games. I'm sorry. Yep. And, um, if you're the big winner, then, uh, who knows? You might just win a prize. Yep, yeah. and it and it literally takes about two minutes to fill it out. You could do it on your telephone. You could do it on your computer. Um, you know, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty slick. So it's, uh, pretty, it's pretty snazzy. And then you can uh, after you get it filled up, then it then you can click on a link, and it he has a big uh, Google spreadsheet here that shows everybody that's playing, what their picks were, and uh, what the overall odds are. Kind of wild, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty snazzy. He's uh, he, he, that, that guy. He's a smart guy. Yeah, you know, he still owes me an ice cream, so. I'm sure, I've tried I've tried to get him onto the podcast, but he says, oh, I don't have any, I haven't watched any hockey, I have no. Oh, yeah, right. I mean, just serious, he he, he gives me every excuse under the sun. Uh, oh, I can't do it, you know, hit, hit me up next year. Uh-huh. And uh, so he's just, um, anyway, anyways, I've, I've tried to get him on to give his prognostications and uh no 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 can do but if you're if you're uh, one of the discerning listeners here for the podcast go check it out throw your hat in the ring um uh and and see see what happens like i said you might just win a prize i'm advocating for the top three um but unfortunately for me um i wasn't the one who uh brought this thing up i i was saying how are you gonna you know everyone's either picking adrian or lindenwood one oh, of the, totally. or my not. I mean, there's like a, a yeah. couple of suspects. There's a few liberties in there too. And um, I said, "Well, how are you going to break the ties if there's ties?" And he was like, "Well, nobody mentioned to me anything about a tie." And I was like, "Dude, I mentioned it to you like a week ago." <laughs> yeah. So he was like, "Well, we don't we don't need more ties. We need more prizes." <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, good for him. Uh, so okay. With that being said, uh, go check out Fishbert's. Um, uh, uh, nationals contest it's on the acha men's d1 twitter account in fact uh, tomorrow i'm probably gonna tomorrow on friday the 9th i'm probably gonna put it out there again yeah bump and, it back up to top and then i'll bump it one more time on uh april the 15th the day before uh, everyone gets going yep so that uh everyone will have a chance yeah so, it's pretty snazzy it's pretty snazzy i'll mention it again before we get off the air here or before we finish this podcast there you go all right andrew let's get right to it it's oh, uh do, do you have your thinking cap on oh yes i do let's do it on uh, the first game is going to be friday 10 in the morning it's going to be the number four liberty flames taking on the number 13 maryville saints 
I think this is going to be all number four Liberty on this one. Really? All right. Yeah, all Liberty here. Yeah, I kind of feel, I mean, I, I kind of feel the same way. I mean, let's, full disclosure, Maryville's in the B Conference. Maryville's yeah. coached by John Hogan, used to play at Arizona. Uh, good friend, and they're the host. Um, but I I tend to agree with you, I think. Uh, now, Liberty, yeah. do, Liberty does have a... Uh, they do have a problem with nationals. They, they do have a, a history of, you know, as, as my father would say, crapping the bed. Um, <laughs> hey, nice way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, when they when they get to nationals, and um, you know, it, the, so so I mean, the potential for an upset is definitely there. It is. It is there. I just don't see it happening. Not in this game. Coach, Coach Hogan's built a good team, and he's and he's working on building a good team and a foundation, all that, but. I think this one's going to be Liberty. Yeah, they've played a heck of a schedule, and uh, they've they're 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 just uh, I think they're a good little team. So I yeah they, yeah they 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 beat the pants off of Ohio enough this year. That's for sure. <laughs> this is going to be a very Ohio centric uh, podcast. I can tell. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think all that experience from going to nationals, losing in the first round a couple of times, is going to uh, trump uh, Maryville's first time ever being there. So yep. So, all right. So, uh, get Liberty over Maryville. The next game is number three, Lindenwood against Kinesius. On another broadcast, I called them the sacrificial griffins of Kinesius. <laughs> um, so, I think you know how I'm going to go with that game. But you tell me, the fighting zombos or the griffins? I'm going the number 14. No, I'm going Lindenwood. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be a hoot? Yeah, I'm... I'm taking Lindenwood. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a name your score type of a thing. Yeah, totally. It's, Are they going to keep it under ten? Yeah, it's going to be over by the second period and the third period. They're just going to play keep away. Yeah, totally. Twenty minutes. All right, so there we go. Lindenwood in uh, game two. Um, game three. This is the one where I think a lot of people are seeing the potential for an upset. Number yeah. number two, Robert Morris. A lot of people don't have a, a lot of faith that Robert Morris is the real deal. I, I don't either. I don't either. And then they're going up against Phil Sweeney and his number fifteen Davenport Panthers. I, uh, you know, I kind of, I kind of scratched my head on this one. I, I changed my, I changed my tune just before we got on the podcast here. I Uh-oh. had, oh, I, I had Davenport originally written down, and I, uh, we've heard some things about Davenport, so I've, I've changed my tune. I'm going Robert Morris in this one. Really, I'm oh, taking boy. Robert Morris on this one. Yeah, you know Robert Morris surprised us. I, how about this? I don't have faith in Robert Morris. I think they're hey, they beat Ohio on a fluke. Um, well, well, come on. Come, I mean, well, I, uh, we'll give that to him. We'll, we'll give that to him. Uh, we'll, we'll give it to him. I mean, six goals on seventeen shots. Yeah, we'll the, give it to him. They, they got they Ohio up for that one. Yeah, but uh, you know Robert Morris is traditionally one of the. 13 through 20 teams that you know barely makes it to nationals yeah i will say though when they're in their defense or maybe it's in their offense in support of them um, when they get to nationals they surprise people they play fairly yeah. well now they lose but they they you know it's not a get, it's not a butt kick an embarrassment yeah. yeah yeah so uh so i think the potential is there for a decent game um i was i, I went with my friend Phil Sweeney from Davenport. So there you go. Um, that's just me. Uh, okay, and then the last game of the day on Friday, it's number one Adrian against number sixteen McKendry. McKendry also full disclosure plays in the B conference, and McKendry uh, snuck their way into the tournament because 
three other teams couldn't make it. So um, yeah. say that what you will. Oh, yeah. I, I think this is going to be and not as ugly as the Lindenwood situation, but it has the potential to get there, so I am taking Adrian. There you go. So you're going chalk on day one. Liberty, Lindenwood, Robert Morris, and Adrian. Yep. All right. Well, that gets us to uh, the game I've been wanting to ask you about this whole time. <laughs> Saturday <laughs> morning, 10-15. It's from the WCHL. It's number 12, Missouri State. The only WCHL team in the tournament. And, Andrew, I'll remind you, this is the WCHL podcast. So, yes, it is. Um, so the, the Missouri State, they're carrying the, the banner for us. Um, they're taking on your favorite team of all time this season, the number five Ohio Bobcats. I'm just going to sit back and let you go. Ready? On the count of three. Yeah, yeah. Three. <laughs> I, am, I am taking Missouri State in this one. Why? I am, Why? I, I am going against the odds. Ohio is heavily favored in this one. I think they're uh, terribly overrated this year. I am. I think Missouri State's going to come in and lay the lumber to them and uh, just run right over them. Good, good. I hope you're right. Yep. I absolutely hope you're right. I'm. I'm. You know, we've we've watched Missouri State play for most of this semester, and you know, when they're good, they can be very good, and when yes. they're off, they can be very off. They they can be very off. Let's. Uh, I, I got a sense, a, a keen sense that Coach Law and Coach Cook have uh, the Missouri State guys focused and are going to be primed and ready for number five showdown. Yes, I think so too. And you know, it, the bracket's kind of in their favor a little bit. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what they got. All right. Look at you. Maybe a little bit of preview of what's coming on Sunday. I like it. Oh. All right. The next game is number six, Minot State against number 11, Calvin, the Knights of Calvin. And let's, before you answer, I think hmm. I, think I know how you're going to go. But before you answer, understand this. If Calvin wins, they will play on Sunday night at 11.59 p.m. Not a... <laughs> not, a, not a chance that we're going to be seeing a 11:59 face-off. No, uh, no late-night hockey. No late-night hockey on this one. Thank goodness. I think everybody is going to be rooting for Minot State. The only, no. only God and uh, alumni from Calvin will be rooting for Calvin on on Saturday yes. at 1:30 in yes. the afternoon. And if by some miracle they pull it off, if I was, if I was the team, they'd be playing at 11:59. I'd tell them to go pound sand. Well, you realize who they're going to play. I mean, we'll get to it, but you're looking at uh, Lindenwood. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can I know. You, the, can, yeah. can you imagine telling yeah. telling the head coach of Lindenwood that, hey, um, oh, by the way, you're playing at 11.59 at night? Yeah, I think I'd be telling them to go uh, pound sand. Not happening. And then if you win the game, you're going to be playing later that same day at 7 o'clock in the evening. Yeah, no chance. <laughs> not a not a chance. Well, I, there's one person out there. He won't come on the podcast, but he'll uh, he'll he's texted me a few times. He's rooting for chaos. He's hoping for a Calvin win just so that he can watch everybody scramble. <laughs> um, I'm 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 not that devious, um, <laughs> although I do like chaos. I will admit that. Oh, uh, totally, totally. Since uh, we're not going to be there, right? Well, that, there you go. <laughs> that's the, that's where I was going. <laughs> I was like, ain't gonna help, ain't gonna hurt me one iota because yeah. I'm not going to be there. I can watch the game from my bed. Trust me. Totally, totally. Uh, all right. So you, but you're saying it's going to be all beavers all the time. All beavers. 
You know, I think that's something that most all of us hockey guys can get behind. It's <laughs> a good <laughs> yes. a, a, a good beaver or two. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, I think we can. I'm just I'm just saying. I think the Minot State guys are pretty good. So, uh, yep, yep, yeah. we can get behind them there. Yeah, yeah. All right. Don't know where your mind was going, but um, yeah. yeah. Anyways, hey, the next game, the next two games actually are kind of really intriguing. Uh, <laughs> number seven, Indiana Tech takes on number uh, ten, Jamestown, and that's uh, Indiana Tech out of the WAC. W H A C. God, I always want to mess it up. It, I want to call it Worcester. It's the Wolverine Hoosier Athletic Conference. Yeah, it rolls right off your tongue, doesn't it? It does. And let's, I mean, let's just face facts. I mean, Indiana Tech is here because Michigan Dearborn is not. Right. Michigan Dearborn is the class of that conference. Michigan Dearborn is what I would consider a butt kicker of a team. And um, along with Lindenwood and Adrian and Minot and Michigan Dearborn is not here. So um, Indiana Tech takes over. They're number seven, and they're taking on the Jimmies of Jamestown. Jamestown played Minot State 169 times this year. Did you know that? Yes, they did. They, was, they played a lot. I think it was double headers every day for a month straight in February. And they just played this week, like on Tuesday. They they did, and and Tuesday and Wednesday. It's like good grief, guys! Like they, they, enough is enough. They can't. They they just can't quit one another. Huh. Yeah, it's 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 Brokeback Mountain, BCHA <laughs> hockey style in North Dakota, <laughs> between Minot and Jamestown. Oh, but God, here we got the already. this is the Warriors and the Jimmies. What do you think's going to happen here? I am taking I am taking Jamestown on this one. Really? All right, an up, another upset. You you're saying that because you like their head coach Dean Stork because he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. yeah. I think they're I think they're I think they're a tougher team. You know, they've got a really good goaltender and, and a guy named Tyson Brower, um, and they can steal some games. So, yeah. uh, and, and Dean Stork, uh, you know, he's he's a, uh, he's, he's a he's a good guy. He's um, he's in a, you know, he started that, I shouldn't say he started that program. He was the first head coach of that program. Then he left for a little while, and now he's back. Yeah. And so he's bringing them, you know, after he left, they kind of faded. Now he's back and they're, they're back. So his recruiting talents are back and they're, they're seeing the, they're reaping the success of that. I think this is going to be a really good game. Frank DeCristofaro yeah, does be. a good job at Indiana Tech. Um, and those guys are, you know, little fire plugs. They're, you know, little, you know, they're, they're from that Rust Belt area. So it's nothing but, uh, you know, stocky, muscly dudes. So hockey players. So I, I, I don't yeah. know. I think this could be a toss up. I wouldn't be surprised if Indiana Tech takes it, but you're saying Jamestown's going to get it. I'm, I'm going Jamestown. All right, Jimmy's got to love Jimmy. I'm going Jamestown. Do you know? Let, let's do a real quick aside. If I say, Andrew, I'll, I'll take a double scoop of ice cream and with some Jimmy's. Do you know what I'm talking about? They. Uh... Uh, uh, I, okay, that's a big fat no. Well, yeah, no. Okay. G- Jimmy's are, are what we call chocolate sprinkles um, back that's, in Boston. Yeah. I, I was thinking it was a sprinkle, but I couldn't I couldn't think of what kind of sprinkle it was. Yeah, it's the chocolate sprinkle. So uh, yeah, yeah. whenever I go, whenever I would go back to uh, Boston, specifically to uh, my favorite ice cream place of all time, Brigham's up north, I would always get a you know chocolate chip with Jimmy's. And man, that was just the best. 
The good stuff, huh? Yeah. So when I heard the Jamestown Jimmies, I was like, they're pieces of chocolate? What is that? <laughs> yeah. But then it turns out, I guess, there's some sort of night or something. So whatever. Yeah. All right. Hey, the last game of the day on Saturday is Iowa State versus Aquinas. The Fighting Fairmans of Iowa State against the Saints of Aquinas. Aquinas... Um, New to Division One, at least Nationals, but they've won Division Two Nationals before. I think they won the year they played in the NAIA. I think they might have won. So I mean, they're they're not any stranger to Nationals, but they're a stranger to this Nationals. Yeah, and they're not going to be around long. <laughs> the Fighting Fairmans are going to take care of them, huh? The Fighting Fairmans are going to take that one. Yep. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, hey, uh, let's, before we move on here, let's take a, uh, we'll hear really quick from the Caddyshack and maybe uh, Chance the Rapper, maybe a little Samuel L. Jackson, and then we'll come back and we'll look at the quarterfinals, the semifinals, and the national championship game. Sound like a plan? Sounds like a deal to me. Let's do it. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. One, drop your glove. Two, catch jersey. Three, over the head. And where I'm from, we call this the Inglewood Jack. What I say? That's the way. Yeah. Inglewood Jack. You gotta love the Inglewood Jack, huh? <laughs> yeah, you gotta love him, right? I'm telling you what. If that doesn't get you excited for a little Nationals playoff hockey, I don't know what will. I tell you. Let's look at the quarterfinals, Andrew. According to your predictions, game one on Sunday will be Liberty versus Missouri State. I'll remind you, Missouri State is still in the WCHL. This is still the WCHL podcast, so please make your predictions with that in mind. I know. I know. I I struggled on this one. I went back and forth for quite a while. Got quite a few scratches on my paper here. Well, and also remember, Andrew, we only have 18 listeners. 16 of them are from Missouri State. I know, and they're not gonna, they're not gonna like me because oh, I'm, no. liber- I'm taking Liberty. Liberty's gonna take out Missouri State. Uh-oh. Yeah. God will not be on Missouri State side on Sunday morning. That's it. Too will bad. not be. All yeah, right. I, I, I ended up taking Liberty. All right, Liberty. Well, how about this next game? I mean, Coach Law, Coach Cook, and uh, Stan, especially Stan Melton. He's our loyal listener, number 12. Um, he, he's uh, They'll be sorely disappointed, Andrew. I think your invite to Springfield has just been revoked. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, totally. you're, you're going to have to pay your way back into town. I'll be sitting in the cheap seats with you now. <laughs> Hey, uh, game three on, uh, according to Andrew, on Sunday will be Lindenwood versus Minot State. Man, if that's not a heavyweight fight, I this don't is, know what is. This is a heavy hitter right here. This is a semifinals game. Yeah, that, well, that were a final. Come on, that should. Yeah. Wasn't it two years ago in Frisco? Wasn't this the semifinal game? Did, uh, I believe it was, yeah. Didn't Minot take out Lindenwood like two to nothing or something like that? Yep. Yeah, yeah, they took him out. Yeah, because then uh, Minot went on to win it, right? Yeah, and beat Iowa State. By beat final. Iowa State, yep. Yep. So, I mean, this is a heavy hitter early on, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's just crazy how it's worked. It's a, it's a bracket, bracket buster, right? Three versus six. Who do you got? I'm taking Lindenwood. Ooh. All right. I, I took Lindenwood on that one. Yeah, I think that's uh, – you can go either way. I would uh, – Totally. We're, we're down here in Oklahoma, and we're – Lindenwood plays a lot of the WCHL teams, Missouri State, Oklahoma, Central Oklahoma, so we see them more than we see Minot. Now, we know that Minot plays – the Colorado teams, some of the Arizona teams, but um, 
Yeah, so Lindenwood is your pick. All right, so, so far yeah. you've got Liberty over Missouri State, Lindenwood over Minot State. And here in game number three on Sunday, you've got number two, Robert Morris, against number 10, Jamestown. I am taking Jamestown on this one. Really? So Robert Morris' Cinderella story ends. It's going to come crashing to an end. <laughs> Yeah, well, wah, wah, wah. sucks to be them. They can go back to Pittsburgh and, yep, with their five wins on the season and uh, say, "Hey, we we actually won a game. We have, we we made it to nationals and we won something." Yeah, good for you. All right, go away, go home. Yep. See you later. All right, and then the last game of the day, you have number one Adrian taking on number eight Iowa State. Who do you have I, winning? I am taking Adrian on this one. Adrian, look at you! Wow. Okay, so. Adrian over Iowa State, so the Fighting Fairmans will be sorely disappointed. So uh, we reseed for the semifinals. So um, we have the the highest ranked team taking on the lowest ranked team, and then the two middle ranked teams take on one yeah. another. So, so, so you're going to have uh, Adrian, Adrian Jamestown, Adrian versus Jamestown, and Lindenwood versus Liberty. Uh-huh. And I'm telling you what, if there's if there's not that Lindenwood Liberty game was just a dichotomy. That's just yin and yang, black and white, good versus yes. evil. I mean, holy <laughs> smokes! I mean, heaven and hell, whatever you want to, <laughs> whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it, right? Whatever you want to call it, man. That that number three four <laughs> matchup is just going to be a smoking hot game. I think. Tell me, yeah. but before we get there, tell me who's going to win between number one Adrian and number ten Jamestown, and then tell me why. I am taking Adrian. Woo. They- they are the real deal. I think uh, they will make mincemeat of Jamestown and move on into the finals. Okay. You just think that their uh, they, their experience and their system is far superior, yeah, or yeah, they're 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 much better than Jamestown. I think so. All right. So you got Adrian taking it over Jamestown, and then in the uh, uh, heaven oh. the the Black Sabbath matchup between heaven and hell. Um, it's number three, Lindenwood versus number four, Liberty. Who I think Liberty is in St. Louis already ready for nationals. <laughs> Sitting there pining, yeah. pining to get going. Yeah. I think they're already, already ready to go. Um, so the, the fighting Zombos taking on Kirk Handy and his flames of Liberty. Well, who does Andrew say is going to make it to the championship game? I am taking Lindenwood. Whoa, well, you had me going there with the ex, with the extenuated look. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to fake am, me out. I am taking Lindenwood. Well, that and, sets up one heck of a matchup there in the final. Well, I huh? mean, let's. I mean, let's face the facts. Liberty's not playing Ohio in this game. <laughs> so I mean, so what you're saying? If yeah. Liberty was playing Ohio, they would. If they played Ohio in every game at nationals, Liberty would win. Oh, totally. <laughs> totally, totally they would. Totally they would. I'm going to get but, you a, an Ohio sweatshirt. That'd be nice. I'd wear it. <laughs> <laughs> you should call up Ohio and you should try to get them on their schedule. But they're not the real OU, so let's just throw that out there. Oh, man. Throwing out some heat bombs today yeah. already. Yeah. Look at you. And I, would like, and I would like to play them, too. You must you must have a little pink Moscato seltzer or something in you, huh? You drink, sipping yeah, at, your, at your wife's seltzer bottles? I got a little truly here on my desktop. Yeah, <laughs> a little truly, a little, a little white claw. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> All righty. Well, hey, that sets up Tuesday night. One heck of a matchup. Number one, Adrian taking on number three, Lindenwood. That's uh, 
what the defending Adrian won it in um, Columbus two. So yeah. that was what two, three years ago. Three years ago, Minot won it the year after. Yeah, mine. Well, no, no, Central Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. And then um, Minot won it in Frisco. I'm trying yeah. to think. Lindenwood won it. Two, it's been four years ago. They were yeah because we had Central and then Lindenwood and then Central and then Adrian and then Minot and then we were yeah. off due to COVID. Yeah, nothing last year. Yep. So I mean, two defending champions out of the last five years. I think it's fair to say. Going head to head, Adrian versus Lindenwood, and you're going to take. I am taking Adrian. No way. I am taking Adrian. Come right here. on, you're going all. Wow. See, I could have sworn you're going to take the Fighting Zombos. No. Wow. No Fighting Zombos. Not this year. I think I. You know what? I don't. Let me look at my bracket here, because I I had the pleasure of being on somebody else's podcast that oh, ice time boy. hockey thing, and I had Lindenwood, Adrian, but I went with Lindenwood. They couldn't find anybody else to get on that podcast. Yeah, they had the slum. They had the slum. It was one of those. Oh, uh, I'll say. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was one of those late night deals, and you know, I answered reluctantly, and because uh, <laughs> I thought it was somebody else calling me late at night. You know, going to ask me what I was wearing, and, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I, I mistake. I answered without looking at the caller ID, so I just thought it was you know who, and I was like, there you go. It's got, got a, I got a surprise. I had to really. <laughs> Changed my mindset really quick. <laughs> I was prepared to talk about something totally different. So, no uh, yeah, really. Okay, so Adrian is going to be the champion, according to Andrew. Adrian will come out. Um, so that's that's not bad. They'll they will have taken no. care of number sixteen. They will have taken care of number eight. They will have taken care of n- number ten, and then number three. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's not a bad run. It's not a bad little run. Yeah, good for them. And hey, if they're coming all the way to St. Louis, um, power to them, right? Yeah, totally. Power to them. Power to yeah. them. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Do you want to? Do you want to? You know, go out. You're gonna. Uh, you know, go way out on a limb. Give us a, a score prediction or something. Uh, I'm gonna say a one goal game. <laughs> no overtime. One goal game. Yeah. No, no OT. No, no overtime. Okay. Four three. Four three, Adrian. Look at you. Look at you. All right, I like it. No overtime. I see that's a that takes some nads right there to go no overtime. I like <laughs> no that. Over, those overtime games are a lot of fun, but boy, they really screw up our brackets in terms yes, of ti- timing wise. Um, the uh, and I think in uh, Frisco when Minot won it, didn't they take uh, didn't they take Iowa State to overtime before they won it? You know, I don't, I didn't think it was sudden death. Was it? Was it them or was it? I think. I think it was the finals, wasn't it? That went to overtime. I think Iowa State went to went to overtime to get there. Whoever they yeah, played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That may be it. Yeah. yeah, I knew there was an overtime mixed in there somewhere yeah. like at Frisco, and it was like two overtimes. Yeah, it went a while. Yeah, yeah, kind of wild. Well, I'll have to go back and look in the memory banks. Yeah. So, all right, very, very good. Well, Andrew, yeah. um, we're a week out from Nationals, and if you're not going to Nationals, um, that's probably a good thing because they're doing all sorts of COVID testing and all that kind of jazz. Uh, let's do a real quick fact or fiction for you. Um, oh, it's, boy, just, it's, it's just a one-question a one deal. Um, oh, boy. Knowing that they're testing all the teams, they're going to test eight teams on Thursday and eight teams on Friday. 
My question to you is this: in with the before before I ask it, I would just want to lay the background for the NCAA Frozen Four tournament um, that just uh, it's concluding as we as we talk. Um, they tested, and two of their sixteen teams had to be pulled because of COVID positive COVID tests. So my question to you is, Andrew, knowing that the ACHA is testing on Thursday and Friday, will there be fact or fiction? There will be at least one team pulled due to positive COVID. I am gonna say. I'm gonna fact. hope. Oh, you're gonna say fact. I'm. I'm a hope fiction, because I, I hope all 16 teams get to play. But I fear that reality is just gonna mean that uh, you know something's gonna, gonna happen. Buster. It's gonna be a bracket buster. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 All righty, Andrew. It's time for uh, some. Do you have any? Any gritches or any complaints or anything or anything you uh, that kind of interests you? They, uh, that's kind of a loaded question this week with me. Any gritches and gripes? Well, yeah, that's why I asked it. I mean, we've gone through your predictions, and uh, now we're just kind of getting back into the normal swing of things before we end our, you know, this is kind of how we normally do, like the last half or last third of our podcast. Yes, yes. If uh, So my, my griping gritch... For tonight is if you do something, own your actions. <laughs> don't don't blame others. Uh oh. Sounds like we have a specific instance involved here. <laughs> yes we do. Uh-oh. Yes we do. Own your own your actions and don't blame everybody else. Wow, all right. All right. Any uh anything in particular you want to elaborate on or uh no, just gonna no. leave it that leave it at like right. that. Yeah, we yeah, we can leave it right there. In uh, we have we have this thing at my office, and I'm sure I think it's a sales thing. It's pretty, it's pretty. Uh, I've seen it around in a couple of different places, but it's a, a line, and it's halfway through the, um, it's halfway through the the poster, and it's above the line, below the line, and above the line is accountability and responsibility, and below the line is excuses and denial and you know, reasons for blame, that sort of stuff. And so I'm always telling folks at my office, let's, we, we got to stay above the line here. Yes. You know, we always got to, you know, let's take responsibility. Let's take, let's accept what's going on here and let's, uh, let's stay above the line. Let's not get into, it's, it's so easy to drop below the line and just blame somebody else for something. I, I, I think your, uh, I think your statement goes right along with mine. How about that? We right. didn't even know it. Didn't even know it. Wow. Wow. All right. Any other uh, concerns? Any other things to worry about? Or yeah, uh, no. That is, that that one is all I got for you tonight. You know, normally I complain about four way stops. <laughs> yeah. Today, I'm not. It's not a four way stop. It's a. Uh, I mean, I guess it's a four way stop, but it's left lane left turns on the four-way stop oh it's it's nauseating i'm telling you what i was at a four-way stop recently and the moron on the other side we were both turning left and it should be a nice little piece of theater a piece of ballet you know that we turn at the same time and we're going in opposite directions and this idiot i i think was trying to uh instead of turn was trying to play a game of tag um with with our cars i couldn't tell if they were trying to go in front of me or in uh, behind me but um it was it was just a mess and so um anyway nothing happened i mean nothing untoward happened nothing other than i got upset because this idiot didn't know how to turn and i was trying to react so that my car wouldn't get hit yeah but uh left you know what the 
I think four-way stops are pretty easy. And I well, think and I think left turns out of four-way stops are probably they should, 1A. They should be. I they mean, should they should be. be pretty easy here. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, no such luck. No such yeah, luck. Yeah, they, they should be. Yeah, it's it's nauseating. The uh, you know I've got you, you know and you know I you know I what I drive a big a big four door red truck. You know, yep. it's pretty hard to miss. But man, I tell you what, that thing's got a target on it. Does it? <laughs> I've almost been hit so many times in that thing, and I mean it's a big red four door truck. I mean you, you can't miss it. And and I think that thing it's got a target on the side of it. I think or it's invisible, <laughs> or it's invisible. One of the two. Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just crazy, crazy, crazy. Hey, uh, I will tell you this. I'm, I'm intrigued. I haven't done it. Haven't done it yet. Um, but I'll have to report back the next time. Andrew, I've always been intrigued with an air fryer. Oh God! And I finally got one. Oh, I know. You, you went. You went there. I did. Well, how about this? It was on sale. Um, for $50, it was regularly $120. And so, yeah, I'm an idiot. And I went there, I, my, my, uh, Cam the Ram has an air fryer and lives and swears by it, loves it. And so I said, well, you know what? I'll love to see what all the hubbub and the fuss is about. Well, we'll circle back on that next week. All right. Well, I'm just, okay. I'm just going to tell you straight up ahead of time tomorrow at, at the grocery store, I'm getting frozen tater tots. <laughs> <laughs> and frozen Arby's curly fries. What? I saw. I saw that. I saw where that was available at the grocery store. You know, when you cruise it online. I, I think the kind of the premises of the air fryer is to make things from like scratch, isn't it? Well, <laughs> not make, go to and, not and, walk down the frozen section and, and to make healthy <laughs> things, right? <laughs> you know, you're supposed to make uh, like uh, healthy chicken tenders and healthy fish fillets and stuff like that. Yeah, nah, that's overrated. Yeah, well, well, we'll, we'll see. I haven't done it yet. Um, I, in fact, I haven't even broken it out of the box. It's still in the box on my kitchen table, so. I could have, I could have uh, saved you fifty bucks. We got one sitting in the pantry. Yeah. So not could have saved you fifty bucks. Not a fan, huh? Not a, not a fan. All no, right. not a fan. All right, all right, all right. I'm intrigued. Um, as you know, Andrew, I'm a dumb kid out of Boston, um, and I saw where there was a new series on Netflix. I, I know you're into true crime and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a series on Netflix. Um, this might be in your in your uh, right up your alley. I don't know. It's called This Is a Robbery, and it's about um, a it's a four uh, episode limited series on Netflix, and it's about the uh, uh, robbery of the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum. They stole some people stole thirteen works of art on St. Patrick's Day, like back in 1990. And this artwork is valued at like $500 million. Oh. Yeah. It's like uh, one of the, I, I realize art isn't your thing and it's not my thing. Don't get me wrong, but uh, yeah. I, I get a kick out of it. And um, I, I enjoy going to, you know, art museums, especially in different places. And uh, they have the only, uh, or they had the only Rembrandt seascape. Uh, all of Rembrandt's stuff is, you know, uh, hay bales and, you know, pictures of, you know, yeah. folks and whatever. 
you know, yeah, I, stuff I, that yeah, stuff that doesn't interest us. I'm, I'm getting I'm getting my hay bales and my artists all mixed up. That's probably somebody. That's <laughs> like Monet or somebody. I think it is Monet. <laughs> Um, but anyways, it's the only seascape that he's ever done, and these guys stole it. And there's lots of theories, whether it was an inside job, whether it was cops, whether it was gangsters out of Boston. But it's a true crime thing, and um, I'm interested in checking it out. So I'll be there doing that before um, I'll be doing that before we get on to uh, get on to watching a whole bunch of hockey at nationals next week. So that should be there. You fun. go. Yeah. I, I like true crimes. So you're gonna have to you're gonna have to let us know how that goes, especially when it comes to mobsters. I'm always intrigued with. Uh, you know, the whitey bulger and all that kind of, yes. you know, yes. true, I, I don't get into the, to the New York mafia type things, you know, the Gaudis and the Lucases yeah, yeah. and all that kind of no, junk, but I don't get into that stuff, but no, just the good old, the good old mafia boys. Yeah. Like, yeah. I the like it. Irish gangs versus the Italian gangs. I can yeah, go, I totally. can go for that, but yeah, I, I'm in a lot all day long. Yeah. 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 Sure am right there. All right. All right. Anything else, anything else that flips your lid the uh i you know what i don't think i've got anything for you we uh we beat it up i got i'm just sitting here excited for nationals to get started i I got two more things for you uh one it's a friend of the podcast he's a a gentleman out of leeds england um might tune in every now and then he's a he's a musician his name is chris catalyst c-a-t-a-l-y-s-t he just put out a new album um last friday it's called kaleidoscopes and um, it's on bandcamp.com and iTunes and Amazon and whatever else. So you should check out Chris's work. Chris is a good guy, a regular uh, contributor, if you will, to the uh, WCHL podcast in, in small musician-type ways. Very nice. So uh, go ahead and check out uh, Chris's latest. It, it's, it's, I'm, I'm biased. I like the guy, and we get along. So... Uh, he likes beer and uh, music and uh, loud guitars, and I mean that's three for three. Uh, he's he's our kind of guy, isn't he? He's our kind of guy. That's right. We've seen him perform a few times. So he's, uh, anyways, check that one out. Kaleidoscopes by uh, Chris Catalyst, and then I want to remind everybody about Fishbert, our buddy, the Wizard, all hat, no cape. He remember he has his uh, contest. That's over on the uh, the ACHA Nationals D1. It's the Bracketology or Predictions Contest, whatever you want to call it. Um, so check it out on Twitter at ACHA Men's D1. I'll, I'll be re-upping it tomorrow, and I'll probably do it one more time before uh, the tournament gets going. Last I checked, he had 69 entries. Uh, when I, I just did it a while ago, and uh, there's 74 in there now. 74, look at that. So yeah, uh, 74 entries. That's that's. All right, it's awesome that he does that. I, you know, this is the second year I've done it. The uh, you know, it's it's awesome that he does that. It's a, you know, it's got to take a little bit of work to key all that stuff in and make it all jive and all that. Yep. So kudos kudos to him for for pulling something like that off. You know, it'd be really nice if we can get him on the podcast and we can talk about that kind of stuff and what all it entails. And um, but you know, no such luck. Yeah. Plus, see when he's gonna. Yeah, he owes me an ice. He owes me ice cream too. That's what I was going to say. He probably doesn't want to come on because he's scared of you busting <laughs> busting on him for where's my ice cream. You know. Yeah, well, he he owes it to me, so you, you know. You're like that paper boy. Where's my five dollars? That's right. That's right. Where's my ice cream, Devin? <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, let's do this really quick. We we're going to talk. Uh, this is going to be a quick edition of the WCHL podcast. If you can't be there and you're not going to get tested for uh, for COVID, you're not one of the 75 on your team's pass list, you can watch all the games on Hockey TV 
Hockey TV has put out a special deal with a coupon code. It's on the ECHA website. It's on the ECHA Twitter feed. It's on the ECHA Facebook. Um, I think it's like A-C-H-A-M-N-T-L-Y or something like that. Uh, $5 off. You pay $19.99. And, uh, or no, maybe it's $25. I think it's $25. You get to watch all of the games, not only from the, uh, the ACHA Men's 1 Championship, but you get to watch them from all the other, you know, the men's two, men's three, and the women's one tournaments that are going on, plus whatever else hockey TV is broadcasting, whether it's, what, North American minor pro hockey or Canadian minor hockey or Swedish hockey or Japanese yeah, hockey or whatever else hockey they broadcast. Yeah, there's, there's all kinds of stuff, yep. And then uh, also I noticed today on Facebook and on Twitter, at least on the ACHA Men's One account, um, they put out a link for uh, the merchandise that will be available at the uh, at the ACHA Men's One National Tournament. Um, so if you want to check that out, I believe it's at ACHAgear.com. That's A-C-H-A-G-E-A-R.com. So uh, you ought to go check that out. That should be kind of interesting. The, 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 the logo is kind of bland. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Nothing to get too excited about, but... Um, yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. So, all righty, Andrew. I think that's a quick and dirty, uh, quick and dirty uh, podcast. What do you think? Quick and quick and dirty. Uh, yep. You like it? Nice and easy. Yep. I like my predictions. Let's get out of here. I'm going to hit the button and rock and roll. And until uh, next time, we'll talk one more time. Uh, but let's, uh, Andrew. Why don't you go ahead and uh, get us out of here? Hey, everybody. Have a good week. Stay safe out there. Check on one another. We will catch you on the flip side. 